Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's the Die Man. Guess who's back? Matt Poirier, the DTVC. Yeah, thanks thanks again. Thanks again for having me on. It's great great to be back. (laughs) And uh, and since we're doing No Subject Part 7, we couldn't do it without him. So we need the master here (laughs) because, you know, with this pure unbridled silliness, how could we do it without you? Right. No, no. Silly enough on without you. But now it's going to get super silly. Right, and gasoline to the silly fire. Exactly. (laughs) No sitting part seven, silly seven. Yeah, I think we're probably going to call it the silly seven. So uh, we'll, we'll, (laughs) I guess we'll go with that for lack of anything better. Uh, But before we get into all this, this uh, silliness I've heard so much about, um, we could talk about what we've been watching lately. And Matt, um, Matt, what have you been watching? Man, you know, I, it's funny because this is something that always like uh, a lot of times Ty will, will ping me like on, a, you know, as we get towards the weekend, say, hey, you got anything planned to watch this weekend? And a lot of times and I'm just like, like ha, ha, ha. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it kind of just like, we just you know, like we both know we should be watching things for like our yep. sites and stuff like that. But um, currently my, my wife has me um, we're, we're, we're going through Mad Men. She enjoyed mm-hmm. Mad Men. And so um, I've been watching that with her. I gotta say, like like John Hamm, like watching him in like sixties clothes, smoking cigarettes and drinking, you know, old fashions and whatever, it's a it's a really fascinating thing. Like just how you know, because we we watch all these action movies with these big stars, you know, like that that are just like kind of like you know these chiseled features and it's just like real like you know real leading men. And it is kind of funny to see it in a non-action sense. It's like John Hamm is like. Doing like non-action, but he's still aggressive, I guess, if that's the, the way to see it. Like he's he's aggressively John Hamm, the way that we're used to those characters, like beating people up and, and blowing things up and, you know, engaging in car chases and stuff like that. So it, it has been fun to watch. Have you given any thought to the idea of John Hamm starring in a movie with Kevin Bacon? Well, we already did that one. Oh, yeah. we did see, Hamm and Bacon. Yeah. Well, the last we, one. we talked about the ham and bacon and then we also talked about the food expendable so right, you have exactly. ham, okay. bacon brie larson which that Hell would be larson. quite a, a yeah. trio Allie wouldn't Barry. it Allie Barry. <laughs> how quickly i forget you, you know it's on, it's man. in one ear and out the other you know. <laughs> but these will be uh memorable too yeah you ham could do a lot of that kind of thing he's Not. you know it's 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 a facet because one of the funny things i've seen him in like like curb your enthusiasm episodes something like that like, like he actually has like a real sense of humor and stuff like that like he just has to be like mr leading man you know in these um where where like everybody just wants to be around him and they like let him get away with whatever they want because he's just so great you know um whereas like yeah like you know like uh, uh an expendables or like marvel movie kind of thing with food name characters <laughs> yeah. like You'd be surprised, you know, thinking about like how many great stars you'd have in something like that, you know. Um, but uh, I almost kind of feel like with Kevin Bacon and, and then John Hamm does a really great Boston accent, too. I almost feel like it should be like some sort of like Boston, like gritty procedural detective oh, thing. Yeah, baked beans. Yeah, you call it Boston baked beans and everybody has yeah, food yeah. names, <laughs> but the show has nothing to do with like food at, at all. It's just like a gritty procedural <laughs> that like, you know, like they're all right, talking. All thick... done seriously. Right, exactly. Straight, no chase down that one. Right, it's like, exactly. Okay, Boston baked beans department. Okay, we have a new case here. Ham and bacon, right. you're on the case. Well, yeah, well, that could be like, you know how if you look carefully at food products, it says like, if you have a problem, call this number. This could be like a response team 
that answers oh, the yeah, number. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and know, it's they, actually a real cool action team that, you know, break through windows and right, have, like, you know, tanks that run through houses. Right, and, like, there's, there's like, a Butterball hotline, which I think is a real thing. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe someone calls the Butterball hotline, and they, like, zoom and, in their car, and they slide across the hood because it's such an emergency, and they zoom to your house. Yeah. Let's guess who might be on the Butterball hotline voice. Could it be Butterbean? Ooh, well, that's yeah. our dream. Uh, that's, yes. That Butterbean would be in an action movie of any kind. We've been trying. I think he punches the house. I think that was one of our ideas. Like, <laughs> just like Mike Tyson threatened to do. Yeah. Right. So he just punches the house and the house just breaks with like two punches. <laughs> that's what Butterbean would be doing. Yeah, but the best thing would be watching him attempt to act. I mean, forget yeah, I the action. I can't wait to yeah. see that. I am Butter. I can't even do it. It's like... Well, I would imagine it would be a lot like but dave batista or Bautista, you know yeah. who, uh, who i believe has must have the best agent in management in hollywood because yeah. he is in all these things all the time and he really from what i've seen does not have the talent to back it up yeah. um so how is he getting all these roles where he's like inappropriately cast like so not only does he not belong there he can't hack it as far as i can see but he's in all these high profile things like if i ever became an actor i would look up who his like agents and managements are and try to get in with them because they're see, doing an awesome C, job. He's either by CAA or Gersh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the people you always see. Yeah. I'm always, I don't know. Everyone's read by Gersh nowadays. I know. Uh, well, but you know, then there's such and such who's working for Gersh or whatever. And so, no one's only working for Gersh. I want to know who, who's, who's handling the Dave Batista account because they're doing an awesome job. They should get a raise. I think what it is, <laughs> right? Like once you do a Marvel movie, because those Marvel movies have like such a huge fan base around them that it's just like, I, I wonder if there are just like people out there that are like, oh, I, you know, I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Let me just watch everything that Bautista is. Right? I, I got I to gotta see this Bautista guy in something else. Um, whereas you're right. Like the rest of us, it's like, okay, what's what's going on here? Like, yeah, well, you know, that's what I thought. Like, why is he in the Blade on? Runner movie? Why right? is he in Marauders? Why? Well, I can see why he's in Marauders. That, right. that's going yeah, yeah, Marauders well, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. But I don't know. I just somehow he like, didn't seem to even fit in Marauders. Like know. he was like shoehorned in. Yeah. Um, kind of but maybe that's just me. I don't know. But uh, so you're watching Mad Men, and I can mention when I'm watching Melrose Place. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Billy. Oh, Billy. Yeah, I took a long break. <laughs> so I started watching it almost three years ago. I couldn't take all the Billy and all that stuff. Right. And then, okay, and then I thought, you know, I'm going to come back to it. Let's go back. So I'm on season four because every season's 35 episodes. So it's taking a long time. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's a like, crazy amount of episodes. It's not even an exaggeration. It's 35 episodes a season. So Yeah. Well, it was a massive 25. Yeah. Well, right now, Billy's being cut into season four. So Billy's being really annoying because the ghost of his ex-wife says you have to be a more mean, I guess. And then Allison is like, I don't want Billy to be mean right now. And then... Uh, Amanda Woodward, is it was her name? Yeah, yes, I think uh, so. Amanda, yeah, Heather Locklear is like, you're being mean, Billy, too. You gotta be nice. And then like, Jake Hansen's Jake Hansen, and then <laughs> Jake and his his uh, houseboat blew up because Kathy Ireland blew it up. Yes. <laughs> See, like, I've never seen this. Awesome. So this is all. This is almost. I don't know if this is considered Melrose spoilers, but I'll probably never watch yeah. it. So, um, if you want, maybe you should tell the audience there time. might be. Yeah. yeah. I don't have time to watch a 35 episode season it's of anything. It's taking a while. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, 
it, it is amazing like how much that show you're right because my wife and i tried to do 90210 we ended up abandoning it because oh you did last the, the music's not so the same often. and i yeah. think we just kind of were like okay and and also brandon was more of a jerk than we remembered and That's surprising yeah especially in those early episodes he's more like at one point he he like punches dylan for no reason like we are not for no reason but like he he punches him and it's like we're, we were kind of like why isn't luke perry beating the crap out of him for that you know but but luke perry just kind of let him let it go and we're just like what, what is going on here um so that's what you know my, my wife had been watching mad men on the side on her own and she was like you, you got to watch this with me so i i you know she start we started it over but um yeah melrose it's like uh the, the stuff that happened in melrose you were just like because it was like real like like general hospital soap opera kind of it's stuff getting, getting very general hospital right now it's yeah like, but they just threw it out there like they just you know it was yeah you, you, you're right i mean the, i the thing that brought me back to melrose recently is i had one i had no idea that good morning america was still on the air so i didn't know that there was still a good morning america and then there was this huge to do i guess because two of the hosts that were both married had an affair and mm. The female host that was married was married to Andrew Shue, which oh, I Billy. could not believe. The Billy. She cheated on Billy? That she seems so Billy. If you had Billy, you know, if you had Billy, you don't right. let him go. You don't right. risk Billy. <laughs> right. That's right. what Allison always says, but she always lets him go. Yeah. And, and he's jumping around the places. It's like <laughs> One day she'll understand that she really does love Billy. We'll see. Exactly. It's like, well, I'll keep I mean, watching. As I said, I've never seen, but it, my understanding is that it gets a lot crazier in the latter yes. seasons. They kind of just like threw everything to the wind where like Heather Locklear like goes crazy. And I'll, I'll keep uh, you posted. I'll it, keep okay, it, gets, yeah, it gets like when they get when they bring in Marsha Cross um, mm-hmm. from she's all over. Yeah, yeah. When she's from Desperate Housewives. She is like another level of like her character. Yeah, she's is nuts. Just, she's yeah nuts like right she's got like these like weird scars on her head like when they, there's like a reveal where she takes her wig off and she's got these it's like it's just insane and then like yeah like you you have certain characters like sydney you know who's yeah, like sydney. she's like she's like a like a you know kind of like your your femme fatale like a like a, a like a i don't know like a i don't she's say low red no good she's always, right she's, she's, yeah, yeah she bailed out jack wagner you know just like, <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's like the thing is like the show the first season was like it had some troubles and then mm. the first thing they did was they got rid of the Vanessa Williams who's not the Vanessa Williams that we know right it's the other Vanessa Williams they get rid of her and they bring in Heather Locklear and then they bring in Jack Wagner and suddenly yeah. this whole thing just becomes like nighttime soap like what is Thomas Calabro and Jack Wagner up to what's Amanda yeah, Lock- I know. You know, uh, Heather Locklear Michael Mancini's always up no good that's Thomas Calabro <laughs> yes I agree. Oh, see, this is, is I, all I remember <laughs> is that it was like a really big show in the 90s. It got crazy towards the end. So I've heard. And also there's that Seinfeld episode where like gotcha. Jerry, yeah, I wanna, yeah, like, Jerry. Remember that he like claimed to not watch it. <laughs> I want to know what the plots was, were in that episode. Because maybe that's in the show. I'll have to watch that clip. Oh, Seinfeld? I'm Seinfeld. Where Seinfeld's like, oh, well, well Jake and Billy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's probably funny when he's like breaking yeah. down the plot points. Yeah, <laughs> I want to yeah. hear that. Because maybe it's part of the show. Because maybe yeah. it was considered uncool to watch it or something. I don't know why he denied cool watching to watch it. it. I don't yeah. know. Well, it's because, you know, Jake Hansen is, you know, he's like the bad boy. And you don't want to watch the bad boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would think if you were like a slightly older New Yorker, like you're living in New York City, mm-hmm. like you would probably have to be above watching Melrose. Right. right? So, right. And, and as a guy, too, probably there was sure. that stigma, you know. And and so, yeah, no, it was I like I can't sure. admit to watching Melrose. And then, yeah, the lie right. detector. Yeah. 
I mean, it's I a nighttime soap, right? I mean, it's a yeah, nighttime fun. soap. So, you know, I could maybe see that. Okay, I get that, yeah. yeah. Now, back in the day, maybe. But nowadays, ah, who cares? It's oh, like, yeah, let's yeah. have some fun. Yeah. Um, all right, so are we done talking about Melrose? Or Well, no, but this is oh, okay. Melrose. Well, it never will be, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess... it's going to take me a long time to finish. So this will be mentioned on numerous podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you did talk about crim minds or criminal minds for yeah, quite... criminal minds for a while. Now, I finished that faster than I'm doing Melrose. Cause yeah. it's just like, I'm trying to finish it fast, but the 35 episode uh, count really hurts because I should be yeah, done by 22. Uh, you have yeah, to do 15 more. <laughs> Yeah, that's well, if I was going to watch the show, should I jump in at like season five when things start to really go crazy? Uh, I'll, I'll get back the to first four seasons because uh, <laughs> yeah. I might be willing to do that. Um, I will get back to you. Yeah, it is amazing comparing modern shows to old shows. Like old shows, it was like they, they, even in the, in the 90s with Melrose, because nobody knew streaming was going to be coming or any of those kinds of things. There was this drive to get as many episodes out as possible. Right. I think you needed to hit like 100. Right. To get to the um, <laughs> they got syndication. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've heard different numbers over the years. I think at one time it was like 88 episodes. Right. And then yes. maybe now it's 100. I don't know the exact number. But, yeah, you have to hit a certain number so they can, you know, keep replaying them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so then you just you'd have these seasons that would go, yeah. uh-huh. you know, and, and then, I, you know, I guess with with like HBO with like, you know, Sopranos and stuff like that, where they were just like, no, we're, we're not going beyond a certain number. You know, we're we're, we're ending the show at this point. And right. That was a different way of thinking about it because they had no plans to go into syndication. Ever, yeah. the, the cable shows yeah yeah exactly so it so now it's like it's a lot easier to binge through an entire thing you know it's like like mad men that we're doing now i think it's like 13 episodes i think it's i think there's like maybe like 100 total episodes of mad men something like that for a mad men. yeah but it's still like 100 total when you think about like you know melrose you're you're doing 100 and you know i, I guess melrose might have been up there too i can't remember it's like yeah it's well, maybe melrose maybe mad has, men. um see here's a melrose has uh let me double check. I was looking at it this morning. It has two hundred and nineteen episodes. Right. So over three seasons. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. <the level>. Exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. But we should probably jump into our no subject. Okay. So uh, no subject for those. Seven. Yeah. Go so ahead. for no, those who ahead. don't know, just as a quick bit background on what this is. So, you know. We've done six of these prior to this one. It's kind of like a steam valve for letting out all the wacky, crazy ideas that we build up. This is, uh, you know, the three of us are known for going on, on tangents, um, which, you know, at least on this podcast and I think on Matt's too, that we allow for a lot of tangent going. So I think at one point we thought, why not do an all tangent episode and kind of release that uh, out of our systems? Now, Matt and Ty have come up with these ideas. I personally have no idea what they are. Nope. I am not a party to coming up with these. So they're going to be presenting them for the first time to, to me, and yep. then uh, we'll see what happens. Well, okay, so our first <laughs> one is... <laughs> The Hughes, so we got Hugh Grant, Hugh Dancy, Hugh Jackman, and Hugh Laurie. They all fight crime their own way. So and it's Frasier called the Hughes. Die Hard. The Hughes, yeah, it's Frasier meets Die Hard. Frasier meets Die Hard. So who's the Frasier in all this? They're all Frasier. Like, <laughs> well, no, no, we can't have. No, no, there's more to it. So we just had some whack ideas. So they shoot at people while sitting and reading the newspaper and smoking pipes, and then. Wait, so they're all sophisticated? They're all sophisticated. So Hugh Jackman can be the villain. And also Hugh Grant can also be the villain. So, But they're all friends at first, but one becomes corrupt. It's part of a secret society like the Skulls. So So is this like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or LXG? Yeah. 
Because they're all gentlemen. Is that you basically no? But they're all like they're friends, but one becomes corrupt. So it's just like, and then so they the have other hues have to fight the of... other hue, the the final hue. <laughs> so, <laughs> so also we thought that Hugh Grant could be the villain because he stutters during his big monologue. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, 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 but right. then he sounds normal, and that's how you know he's evil the whole time. Like he switches. Like there's a scene where he like. Goes from the charming yeah, stuttering like, we know and like, love to talking in a dark tone of voice. Like, oh, exactly. wait a minute, he doesn't stutter at all. He's actually exactly, evil. exactly. That's what the Hugh Jackman might say. So it's like, you can go, um, 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 um. You thought I could say um all day, don't you? <laughs> because like, he didn't. He didn't know that like Hugh Jackman is listening. Like he walks into the room, exactly. he's like on the other side of the door. He heard everything, and uh, uh, yeah, okay, I can see that. Nah, and plus, people might not see Hugh like, Grant as the villain because I don't think he plays villains too often. Not really. Matt, what do you remember from this wacky idea? <laughs> did, did we have something with Hugh Laurie where he had like a limp and a cane and it turns out the cane's a weapon? Like it's like a sword kind of thing? Uh, yes, a, a little bit. It's uh, yeah. We have uh, – he has a scene where he has to do his house accent. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He has to play an American. That's right. Yeah, and, he's playing an American. Yeah, on the phone. And it's like that house accent and everybody's yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of American accent is that? Like where is he supposed to be from? So he's changing his voice too. So, so it's, it's kind like of a like mixture of yeah, you're right. It's like LXG meets the skulls meets high society. Yeah. <laughs> I, I okay, I could feel like you know this could be on like Apple TV for you know yes. six yeah. episodes. Yeah, I just think it would be a big movie, but yeah, t- show could work too. It would be like the Night Manager. Did you watch that? Not yet, but I've heard such good things. Ooh, you know what's the Night Manager? How can Night. I see the Night Manager? I will look into it for you. Okay. Night Manager. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Hugh curious. Laurie and Tom Hiddlesticks. So it's like, it's like um, it's I, yeah, I, I think that's something I wanted to see and it kind of slipped out of my mind. Um, but that's it. So what, you don't own that, do you? Uh, I don't think I do. Oh, oh, well, come I, on. I, I don't. Oh, it's on Prime. <laughs> it says it's on Prime. Yeah, I don't. Have, I, I looked it up. There's, there's oh. a Bollywood TV series with the same name. So when you look it up on on Amazon, on, uh, on IMDb, keep that in mind. That uh, okay. So there's <laughs> like a three hour version with a lot of singing. <laughs> right. It, it's, a, no, it's a TV series, but it's, okay. it's just from from Bollywood. So it's like um, it came out in 2023. It just started. So, um, yeah, I it's, I don't know how long Bollywood TV show episodes are, because, yeah, the movies, you're right. Like you go on Netflix and you're like, oh, I could maybe watch episodes. this. And it's like, yeah, th- yeah. I wonder if they are like I, I, when I watch Sopranos, like because Sopranos episodes are like an hour sometimes, like a full legit hour. And I'm like, man, this feels like a long episode, you know, and um, I wonder if, if yeah, if, if Indian TV, it's like, yeah, they're. Every episode's like an hour and a half, two hours long. Yeah. Well, because they have to accommodate all the musical numbers. Right. <laughs> I think that's really why. Um, um, I have a couple more bits here. So Okay. Uh, so uh, Hugh Jackman and Hugh Grant, they fight at the end. So as we thought of, <laughs> the fight, they're going to be they're in a nice Mediterranean resort, and they both have white buttoned-up shirts and suit pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. So Hugh Grant punches Hugh Jackman, and then Jackman says, "Wow, I didn't expect that one." He just never gets punched, and it was a good punch by Hugh Grant. (laughs) Well, I mean, what's Hugh Dancy up to, and what's uh, you know the other Hughes? He must be like a side character, you know. That Hugh Dancy doesn't do much. He's probably like the computer expert. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Because there's always got to be one of those. Yeah. So unfortunately, he's probably the lesser Hugh. 
Right, right. That, I think all of them have had to do fake accents at one time or another because on Law and Order, Hugh Dancy is speaking American. Yeah, he doesn't do uh, a great job. <laughs> well, it slips sometimes because I, oh, I, I sure stopped does. watching. Uh, no, it slips a uh, lot. He's, it slips more than a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and you know, Hugh Laurie obviously has had to be American. I um, like his accent. Hugh Jackman. I think I don't know what his original voice is. Uh, Hugh Grant. I think it's too hard to hide. I think he's yeah. he's never tried to be American. Has yeah. he? <laughs> he's so grumpy nowadays too. I saw him some interview of Hugh Grant's like, oh, I don't care what's going on over here. Why am I here? It's like, <laughs> why am I? Why am I interviewing for Dungeons and Dragons two? That's a real thing he's in, by the way. Right. It's like, it's like, oh, promotion, stupid. Well, Goodbye. you know, he's probably you know, it's like one bitten twice shy kind of thing. After Jay Leno interviewed him about Divine Brown. Right. <laughs> so That's he probably just word. after that he has like PTSD. He just doesn't like interviews. You that's know, a good, actually, that's a pretty good point. Because that was probably pretty <laughs> tough for him to do, and he probably like gets all like sweaty and, and flustered, nerve flur- yeah, nervous and flustered. But now he's like sixty eight years old, so it's like he's still trying to be an adult here. And maybe <laughs> Divine Brown can come back. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> come back. Why not? Awesome. Just come back. Never too come late. Back. Awesome. Come back from what? Oh, I the, oh, the last question. Here's the thing about yeah. The Hugh Laurie thing you say, like, where did you learn that American accent? You know, <laughs> so, right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And Hugh Jackman is Australian, so so none of these Hughes are going to be speaking or are American yeah. Hughes. We have no American Hughes, but they no are no American Hughes. Hughes. Well, yeah, the, I, Hugh is not really a big name here. Like, I think it's more of a name in like the UK. Yeah, um, it's kind of like Nigel. Like most people in yeah, America, are Nigel, not named Hawthorne, Nigel. right? It's yeah, like there's no Nigels here. It's like hello, right. Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, wasn't there like like some concern in the UK recently that not enough people are being named Nigel anymore. And uh-huh. like they're having like a, there's like a Nigel's club where like all the people like get together. This is at what their the local movie's pub. about. Yeah. <laughs> the Hugh club. Yeah. yeah the the Hugh Nigel's club. club. How, how about, I got, how about this for a title? Sorry. Hughes of the rainbow. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of happy sounding. Maybe not. You know, this is more of a dark kind of thriller. It's like a light comedy thriller. <laughs> Wait, dark or light? But some light moments, but it's more of a dark story towards the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm trying to think what I can compare that to. Like, yeah. um, not the recruit, but. Uh... <laughs> Hooah! <laughs> yeah. Mention the recruit. I got to come on the screen. Al Pacino. <laughs> and the black guy. <laughs> Remember when I worked with Jerry Trimble? <laughs> what? Jerry Trimble what? remembers if you go to Jerry his IMDb page. Yeah, I would have if I was if I was uh you know Jack B Trimble, I would yeah. have that on my page. Oh yeah, yeah. I think if I worked with 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 Pacino, like if if I just met Pacino, I think if I met Pacino and got a picture with him, I would like do like a Kickstarter for somebody, like like uh, pay like whatever the money is. You know how you can pay enough for a Kickstarter to be in the credits. So. Yes. I would pay enough to get into the credits so that I could have my own IMDb page to be in the credit for that movie so I could put yeah. that picture of me with <laughs> Al Pacino on my, my bio. Like, that would be my biopic, you know? Like, oh, perfect. Yeah. See, oh, like, see I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I could, have recruit, I could have recruited you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, That's good. Uh, could have recruited you, Matt. What, you want to do more of a impression? See, not Colin Farrell. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you, right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, it's like one of those cameo things. Like, he'll say he could recruit you no matter who you are. You just have to pay. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'll be yeah. on cameo. Boy, could have recruited he... you, Ty. What? Ooh, yeah. he tried to pull up happy... my own car. Co- uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Brad. 88 minutes to make this cameo. <laughs> <laughs> it's 88 minutes until your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect, actually. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Jack. Um, 
Jack Graham. Jack Graham. Yep. <laughs> I know that. Matt, have you seen 88 minutes? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I've seen Righteous Kill. But oh, well, I we, we do so wait, much in Righteous Kill talk on this podcast. Of idea. Maybe um, we do a Righteous Kill pod, you, me, and Matt. Uh, that's it. You know, we've been wanting to do a single movie episode. That might be a perfect one to do because we're yeah. always talking about it. And it's so silly. It's so yeah, ridiculous. It okay. We can, maybe we can uh, uh, do something about this in like maybe late April or May. Uh, yeah, that yeah. could be a plan, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I would love to go back it. to that one. But my own, my, those on repeat anyway, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would love, because I reviewed it for the blog back when I did um what I, I would call, call them wildcard posts, where it was like on Fridays, I would just do anything. It didn't have to be oh, direct yeah, to video. Yeah, and um, Righteous Kill was one of the ones I did. And um, yeah, that is such a, fa- like, like, you know, we're waiting all this time after Heat, right? Because Heat was the the first time that you had De Niro and, and, and Pacino in a movie together. And it's like, let's. You know what? What is it going to be when we finally get the two of them in a movie together, and it's righteous kill? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's a lot to say. Maybe we should save that. Yeah, for, but yeah. now now we have an outlet for this. Let's, yeah, we yeah. finally do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of dribs and drabs of talking about righteous kill all the time, we like can actually get it all movie. out in one podcast. <laughs> yes. Maybe like like a Saturday morning of the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> make him set your schedule. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this could be Great. one of our longest pods. Well, it, I, you know, I think it could no, be like keep it under. No, it would be our, the same general length. It would just be oh, like okay. one of the ones where we just talk about it and kind of break break it down, break it down, and, and make jokes as usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, I'll go to our. Uh, next but anyway, Matt, if you get a chance, you should see Eighty Eight Minutes because yes, it's on uh, Tubi. Oh well, now you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah, no excuse. Uh, yeah, um, I'll definitely yeah, I think you'll. I think you'll enjoy that because there's a, definitely a couple parts that <laughs> that you will like. I'm pretty yes, sure. And it's all from the makers of Righteous Kill, so it's all very ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm like just seeing images because you know they show the trailer on IMDb, um, <laughs> you know, but they don't like have any sound, so it's just like images. And I mean, Pacino's hair in this is is very close <laughs> to like the 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 Specter hair, you know, that he had when he did the biopic where he was playing. Um, what well, I can't think of is it Richard Specter? Um, I can't think of the, the guy. Yeah, Phil Spector. Why did I say Richard? Yeah. Who's who's Richard Spector? I don't Richard know. Speck, I think, is that murderer. Oh, but, oh right, right, yeah. <laughs> no, Phil Spector. When when he played that guy with the hair, like it's almost like he was he auditioned for that role in Eighty Eight Minutes. It looks like with the hair that he's got in some of these scenes I'm seeing. And don't forget his great fake nose for uh, that Joe Paterno movie. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, just slap a fake nose. I'm Paterno. I'm Paterno uh, now. I'm Paterno. Oh, hoo-ah, I'm Paterno. I'm fake nose. <laughs> I'm winningest. I, even I don't like oh, that word. Stop saying I'm the winningest coach. I hate that word. Did you say that? <laughs> no, oh, no, I made that I said up. That. We both have said that before. Where it's like, <laughs> I hate, that's not a word. <laughs> winningest. <laughs> like, okay. The most yeah, wins by a coach. Right, yeah, winningest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Al Pacino. <laughs> it might have snuck its way into our vocabularies, but I no, don't know. It doesn't me. sound like it should be. It's kind of like yeah. funnest. It just doesn't sound like a word. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's it, you know, it's clunky. weird. It's part of the English language that makes no sense with funnest, right? Because every other one, well, like, not not every other, because there's no goodest either, right? It's it's best, but <laughs> totally um, goodest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, winning is that's one of those like things where it was like I guess like sports comment like like they I guess like they. They needed buzz terms, and so then yeah. they started coming up with winningest instead of like, yeah, mo- yeah. It's like Multiple they needed to fit yeah. them into like the Sports Center soundbite thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't they have like a Sports Center song like da 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 da? 
that sports center (laughs) yeah i I remember when i used to go to hockey games when i was in college the 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 band would play that which to me just the fact that we had a band playing during hockey games was so anathema to me because i grew up watching hockey like in the 80s and 90s where it was all hair metal and i was just like you know why is it not playing you know they should be playing the crew you know kickstart my heart right now or like you know it should be like crazy train or something but it's like you know like the the school band you know like all these like you know horns going and it's like okay Right. I'd want to hear the the horn section do like kickstart my heart or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I was working in the kitchen at at, at the university with some, some a couple of people that were in the band and they were talking. I was like talking with them about that. I was like, why can't you guys do some hair metal stuff at least just to make it a little bit? You know, it's like yeah, like a transition. You know, from the way it was to the way it is now. You know, do like a little yeah. bridge between the two. Yeah, yeah, because ho- hockey with you know with the, with the mullets and everything, it's just it lends itself to hair metal. Like it's just it should have you know it should just always like I I I watch games now and they'll play like you know like the was the the woman who did the um uh call me maybe song or whatever like they'll play her music at a hockey game or like Taylor Swift at a hockey game and it's like no, it's not very manly. No, it's not hockey, right? It's not like it's you know. I want to hear the horn section play "Breaking the Chains" by Dokken. What yes, is the problem? Exactly. It's like, the horn section, huh? Yeah. Can you imagine the horn section? Yeah, I cannot imagine a horn section trying to mimic George Lynch's guitar yeah, solo. I was just going to say, how would you do a George Lynch guitar solo on trombone? <laughs> if you can do that, you're very, very talented. Um, so. You're amazing. You can do the horn noise, but like, except for Ern, except for Nash Bridges. But it's like, yeah, right, yeah. right. That was more of like a buoy noise. Basically. Well, yeah, it's like a, that's like a steamship or something. Yeah, thing. right. Before yeah. go to our next movie. Okay, what's our next subject? Okay, so it's going to be... No, Wait till I finish this. Uh, I won't this say one. a word. Okay, so it's gonna be. It's called Mini Driver. This could be a kids movie. So the kid goes behind the wheel as a prank, and he sees a silly robbery in progress. So Dolph could be the robber. I'm the robber. And the voice of Eric Roberts is the GPS signal. So it's like so it's a kids movie, and then he's a dumbling, a bumbling crook, Dolph Lundgren, and Corey Feldman is his psychic. So it's like these pups alone kind of things. Now. You may be wondering what. So guess who's going to be in this movie for a second, Brett? <laughs> Minnie Driver. Yeah, I was so going to say, like, I was waiting for so, when Minnie was yeah. going to show up. She, she, she says, hey, that's a Minnie Driver. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> she puts her sunglasses down and says that. Oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Of course. <laughs> so it's just a, a goofy kids movie. So Matt, go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, instead of right, instead of like a talking dog or a talking animal of some sort, it's the talking car with with Eric Roberts doing the voice and the kid. It's like leading the kid to to check track down the robbers and of course you yeah. know lundgren and, and feldman there's a whole lot of like you know like probably probably feldman is probably more of the goofy one and and, and dolph is doing more of the will you stop kind of stuff you know to like whatever stop, they're doing Corey. i'm trying to bumble here I'm right? trying yeah. to rob. he's on a dating website or i'm on bumble i'm on hinge i'm on all of them i'm on hinge only. i'm on hinge and i'm on hinge also <laughs> that could be I'm an idea to itself only. It could be like Dolph on a dating site. Maybe there's something. Dolph on there. a date. Right. Unhinged is the title. But yeah, yeah. But he's on him. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, because there's a murderer. And in order to track the murderer, he has yeah. to go on these dating websites. And yes. he's married and his wife doesn't want him to do it. It's like, honey, I'm not really dating them. I have to catch not the really, killer. Not really dating I, them. There's a killer I, on the loose. But then maybe he starts to find love with one of the women. And then that woman turns out to be the killer. Perfect. It's like Jill the Ripper, but better. Right. Right. Except brought into the app age where he has to have apps. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you bring this up, you think about 
erotic thrillers in the 90s, right? Remember they would always do things like, you know, they do like 1-900-number-movies one, one mm, yeah. uh, or like, you know, dating, like computer or, or dating. personal ads in the newspaper. Personal ads, yeah. And, and it seems like nowadays because – movies are made differently than they were in the 90s like like it would be nice if we had like a real like 90s style erotic thriller oh. like noirish kind of thing based on apps and things like that and like oh that was such a good idea i would yeah. love get, to see something like and that and you get like some of the good names yes you know tweetster. you get you get tweetster. yeah, yeah. she you could be tweetster. like the head of the app developer like, yeah and then she gets sure. investigators like hey i'm just making an app here it's right, like, right, because you see that scene all the time in Law and Order yeah. where they go <laughs> to the, the like, escort service, yeah, yeah, or the website maker, and then the guy's like, "I'm just trying to make a buck here, um, <laughs> you know, I, I I'm not doing anything actually. illegal." Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love so that. maybe she could be the head of that, and then yeah, there'd have to be as many of these '90s people as possible. Yeah. Like maybe Shannon Worry could be in it, yes. and um, uh, you know, a bunch of other ones. Well, hot app. That would be called. <laughs> I don't know. Hot app. I don't know. Killer apper. Killer yeah. apper. Yeah. Uh, what's happening? Uh, what's happening? What we have to, <laughs> that's going to be the new What's happening now? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we'd have to come up with something. But I, yeah, but that's a really good idea because, yeah, unfortunately, you know, the app age did not kind of coincide with the erotic thriller age. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, like two completely off. separate time periods. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to say about Mini Driver? Um, it could play on a double bill with Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah. There's thing. It's gonna make it a Baby Driver, Mini Driver. So it's, like, <laughs> it's like Muppet Babies. And hey, your buddy John Hamm is in it. So oh, Baby Driver, yes. right? Muppet Baby. Oh no, do not say Muppet Babies. I will. Yeah. What's well, a cat? Muppet, 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 Muppet. <laughs> babies, 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 babies. Make your dreams come true. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. yeah that yeah. That's it. I'm for the rest of the day. That one's gonna be in my head. I know because it's too catchy. Yeah. But they got all these like genuine movie clips. Like they're able to like be involved with Raiders of the Lost Ark. And um... it's not on DVD anymore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be rights issues. Yeah, because well, Gonzo is this a fair use, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gonzo only knows about fair use. Well, Gon- well, he's like the Muppet Baby's lawyer. I mean, I, I think something he, had, something he does play a lawyer for Kermit, you know, on these Muppet Baby episodes. Like, oh. Gonzo for the defense. <laughs> you, that's a good question because I'm wondering, like, right, because now the Muppets are owned by Disney. And so I wonder, like, with those movies that they would show clips of, like, they probably were owned by the same company who was making, um, you know, whoever it was that was making. Muppet Babies at that time. I don't know if that was like Warner Brothers or something like that. I don't know what what company made that, but I wonder if that's like a whole thing, right? That like, well now, um, you know, now Warner Brothers doesn't own it anymore, so or what, whoever it is, right? Because because I haven't seen Muppet Babies on Disney. Maybe I haven't looked on Disney Plus. Maybe I should look on there and find out if it's on there. But but um, because that might be what it is. That could also be what it is too. Is that Disney Plus owns it and Disney Plus is like. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it on when we put it on. You know, I don't know. Well, because Disney owns everything. So maybe the rights issues are kind of like resolve themselves because they own everything that would have been a problem before, you know, because. They yeah. Just, they, so maybe they could do it. And, you know, yeah. It's, right. it's fun. Go ahead, my, my wife and I were watching we, 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 um, every Updates. Sunday night on MeTV. They do uh, All in the Family. And we were mm-hmm. watching an episode where um, uh, 
Archie and Edith were talking about going. The whole deal was that Edith was going through menopause, but they were talking about going to Disney World. Um, and it re- it was one of these weird things. I was like, oh, that's right. Back then, obviously, Disney didn't own everything. I mean, Disney World was even new in like the you know the early seventies was a new thing. But so like a CBS show could talk about Disney World and almost be like advertising for Disney World, and it wouldn't be a big thing. Whereas like now, Disney owns ABC, so CBS and and um and and NBC, they don't want anything to do with Disney World because it's uh, it's not part of their brand. Right. And it, was, it was a different world back then, you know. I, yeah. I have an amazing segue. I could do the segue or I could just run down the list. Uh, well, if you have an amazing segue, you might as well do okay, it. Okay, so you're talking about All in the Family and Meathead? Get ready for our next movie. Grind, Himbo's Vengeance. Eric Knees, Dan Cortez play uh, buddy cops. And they have their grim faces on the cover. And Kevin Dillon as the grimacing villain. I love it. Yeah. I, that's it's great. That's yeah. like one of those movies that should have come out in the later '90s on like MTI Home Video. Yeah, and, I can see that. Yeah, knees on the left, Cortez yeah. on the right. They both have guns. It's like and, and and during the height of their popularity on MTV, there's no reason why this couldn't have happened. I mean, Cortez has been in some great movies like The Triangle. Yes. So he, he's and no on stranger to. Oh, oh, he's on Melrose and, and, he and plays, Seinfeld. Yeah, um, he plays Jake Hansen's brother. Oh, so see, perfect. See, so, yeah, and so yeah, and again, there's that Seinfeld connection, so that's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Whereas so, knees never really went down the acting road, but maybe he sh- should have. And then maybe we could, well, cup, you know, throw in a couple other like sort of himbos. Um, well, we get some himbos. You get some. You get some uh, meatheads. You get some bimbos. Himbos and bimbos. Yeah, you know, just like, perfect. You get, you know, like bimbos, I don't know, like I don't know, like Carmen Electra. Or I, was like gonna, yeah, I was gonna say Jenny McCarthy, maybe. Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra. Just any him, any bimbos you could think of in the nineties, <laughs> and any himbos in the nineties, they come together, and there's like a party scene, and they're all like, "Hi guys, it's me, Carmen Electra." <laughs> and like, "Hey, it's me, Eric Nees." <laughs> but then he sees so a like, crime it, happening, and he has to run out of the party. And he has like a tuxedo shirt, Eric Nees or Dan Cortez. Oh, a have, t-shirt, like a tuxedo t-shirt. Because one of them has to be the wacky one. Yeah. Right. The, yeah, Which I would imagine is, would be Dan Cortez, because Nice is not that wacky. Because he wears the tuxedo shirt and the tuxedo bow tie, because he's a himbo, because he's stupid. <laughs> it's like, yeah, serious, I thought this went with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just didn't go with it? Oh, okay. Um, and he still wears it the whole time. And, just like, and then Nice kind of makes fun of him. and um, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there has to be a crime somewhere. Yeah, there's a crime. There's a murder on the loose or something. I don't know. There's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Kevin Dillon's the villain. Oh, he's the Dillon's the villain. Dillon, Dillon's sense. the villain. Yeah. Um, and then you know maybe we could get you know, like I don't know Simon Rex to uh, be involved. Um, I told you all you know, the himbos, all the bimbos. And maybe someone from Ninety Eight Degrees, but not Nick Lachey. Maybe Drew Lachey. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I didn't there's, know there was another Lachey. There's there's a Drew Lachey. Yeah, oh, okay. I remember watching the 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 reality show. That um that that Nick Lachey did with Jessica Simpson. You mean Newlyweds, which I've seen, which I just yeah. watched. I just yeah. watched it about a month ago. What a yeah, what what a rough one. And and uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and there would, there would be these things where it would be like where where the brother would be involved because it would almost be like showing the the the, the family. I, I also think was the brother. I know I know there's a, another guy in the group who's kind of who's kind of like balding. Um, who was like kind of like a tall and kind of dopey looking guy. I, I shouldn't say dopey looking guy as far, but he was he was like a balding guy who was also in the group. I think he might have been in that reality show Man Band. I don't remember that one on VH1. That I don't remember. I don't remember Man Band. Is that the one with O Town? <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh. That one's that was a no. That was the making the band. No, Man Band was this thing that VH1 did where they brought back old, older um, boy band guys. And so they had like Chris Kirkpatrick, um, 
I had a dude from Color Me Bad who was overweight. And so that what was really bad about that was they performed at a, an Orlando Magic game and people were saying were referring to him as Color Me Fat, which was just, you know, the poor guy. Like <laughs> he was, you know, uh, they were like really mad at the age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think so so there was there was the Color Me Bad guy. There was the um <laughs> the Color Me Bad guy. Chris Yeah, the Color Me Bad Color Me Bad guy. Chris Kirkpatrick. Every, every show has to have a a villain, you know. Right. Yeah. It was, so I think the agent was technically the villain because it was like a reality show of like them trying to like create this band that was of like older boy band guys. And um, it was it was like it was a trip. It was like you know they they kept trying to color me color me bad guy on the on the treadmill, and it was just like you know like like the whole thing was just a trip. But uh, yeah, I, I well, but I want to say there might have been one or two ninety ninety eight degree or my ninety eight degrees. Is that what I'm, I I think so. Yeah. yeah. Whatever degrees, 360. Yeah. <laughs> degree, now 360 pounds, right? Right. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> but what was the ultimate goal for them to like make an but album, an album and, and make a comeback? Yeah, to be like this touring group yeah. that was like man band. Yeah. Did um, this band have a name? Not be, hopefully not called man band. <laughs> That's a good question. I, let me take a look and see. Because if they're gonna you know have a career, they need a name. You know, a hot name like 90 yeah. degrees. Um, <laughs> so anyway, when you look up man band it's all about it's all about rings because i guess bands right and then oh yeah um so it's like yeah i didn't even think of that that man ba- like you know you think about like buying rings right that you know like um uh yeah right, like a, yeah okay well maybe you could do some background on that while we move on to the next uh, subject i have two like little mini subjects because i'm getting to a bigger one soon okay, okay so so our next is this, you know, from the makers of Excessive Force 2, Force on Force, mm-hmm. <laughs> Killing the Killer's Kills. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. it's just a classic silly hitman movie. You can probably have uh, like like one of those uh, Canadian actors like Cameron Datto or something like that mm-hmm. from like, the FX series. You know, okay. Yeah. So that's just a quick idea there. Maybe like Yancey Butler. Could yes, be Yancey Butler and... Yeah, sure. It'd be Cameron Datto or Matt McCoy and Yanti Butler. That's money too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That, 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 I'm just trying to make as how much kale do you get into one title? Like, <laughs> right. Well, you know, excessive force two force on force was a very impressive title with that they were able to re- somehow able to repeat uh, the same word three times in the course of a movie title rather shamelessly. So I yeah. give them a lot of credit for that. <laughs> So uh, we haven't heard the... such a repetitious title in a while. <laughs> we we need more repetitious titles. Like... Yeah, so killing the killers kills. Yeah. <laughs> so you're okay, killing so the kills. You're killing sure the makes... killers kills. So the killer kills people, but there's another killer killing his kills. <laughs> so he shows up and already dead. And they're they're going, already oh, dead, nuts. but they kill. <laughs> but he thinks they're alive, so he kills he them again. Alive, so the killer kills the other killers kills. Which is part of his sinister plan to string exactly. them along. Okay, exactly. So it's like untraceable uh, meets, um, I don't know, traceable like you meets, said, fast money. Yeah, fast money and traceable meets Hitman. So. <laughs> Who's the Hitman? Oh, Cameron Datto would be the Hitman? Yeah, no, Hitman the movie, no, Oliphant. Oh, yeah, I know, but who would be like the Hitman character in this movie? Oh, Cameron, oh, well, it'd be Matt McCoy or Cameron Datto. Fine, oh, Cam- okay. Matt McCoy, make it more mainstream. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, right. Matt Another McCoy's Seinfeld more mainstream person, than Cameron Datto. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, listeners, Canadian listeners. You mean so. uh, Lloyd Braun? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Seinfeld Rangers. Connection. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rangers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> another one that's kind of a little idea. We can expand upon it. It's the Fear and Knockoff movie, spurned, and Marky Mark <laughs> is back. <laughs> so, oh, Marky Mark's well, brother, or maybe Donnie. 
Marky Mark. Which one? <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, not Phil Wahlberg. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, the, the hamburger the one. Wahlberg. Go ahead. Yeah, the hamburger one. The guy. The who, hamburger who, one. He the would chef? be in the movie. The chef. He would be in Spurned. Yeah. So yeah. no Marky Mark. No Donnie Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Donnie Mark. Yeah. Like, why do I want to call uh, him Donnie Marky Mark? No, well, I think that that was Keanu Reeves's name in um, Man with the Iron Fist or whatever. Uh, whatever what? that. Um, what's what am I thinking? Oh, of? Man of Tai Chi. Man of Tai Chi. Yes. His oh, name Donica, is Donica Mark. Yeah, Donica Mark. That's great. <laughs> Whoa, I'm a Donica Mark. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Spurn. So yeah, it would it'd be, be like other... one of these classic psycho movies, you know, or someone stalking yeah. them. And, and yeah. have the other Wahlberg. What's his name again, Matt? You you went to the Wahlbergers, right? Yeah. So actually, I did. Um, I I I uh, I. I I skipped it this time when I was in the airport. I, I decided to go for, oh, for no. potbelly subs. Maybe I should have gotten the wall, but I, I didn't have a lot of time. And so I was afraid okay. like it would take too long to make my hamburger. So I was like, <laughs> I, I got to the airport late. So I, I, I yeah, I should have, I, I didn't do Wahlburgers this time, but yeah, I think it's Paul Wahlberg is the, yeah, the chef Wahlberg. one. There's yeah, also, so he there's like eight it. Wahlberg brothers, apparently. So there's oh, wow. a whole, I didn't thought there's only three. Yeah, I did too. But apparently it's just three that are, that are somewhat famous. So um, yeah. And the thing is, you notice Donnie is absent from a lot of the pictures that they have around Wahlbergers. Every once in a while you'll see Donnie appear with them, <laughs> but there isn't as much Donnie as you'd, you'd want from a Wahlbergers um, yeah, you, establishment. You gotta have your Marky Mark, you gotta have your Donnie, you gotta have your yeah. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> well, as usual, there's like some secret Wahlbergs. Uh, yes. You know, <laughs> not everyone's involved, you know. In, right. in the well, as Marky Mark, Mark as I say. It's like, exactly. it's like Zelda, right? Exactly. You, you bomb a wall in Zelda and it, the, 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 the chime goes off and then there's a Wahlberger, a Wahlberg on the <laughs> other side, right? A, yeah. a secret Wahlberg. I'm still stuck on uh, Link to the Past from Super NES. <laughs> right. yeah. like, still stuck. Wait, that was tough. I, I can see that. Yeah. I, oh. I guess I couldn't find the other magical stones or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... Um, all right. Yeah, so, so any other things you want to say about Spurn? So it, just, it would be like Boy Next Door and also Fear. And all the other psycho movies that we. But it has the other Wahlberg who makes the food, so it's kind of silly. So it's like the Crush, the Temp, the. The Temp, yeah, the Crush. Um, uh, you know the psycho movies we all love and enjoy. Oh, except uh, it has Paul the Wahlberg, nurse? the Nurse, um, the Perfect Bride. Yeah. Um, wow, there's a lot of them. Wow. There's oh, I love them. I just <laughs> yeah, keep yeah, them I get, coming. I, well, the nineties was just, they were chock oh, it was full of those, you know, with them. Oh yeah, yeah, that you was just huge in the nineties. You just knew you were in trouble if you if you needed someone to to rent a you, know, you had to rent a place out to somebody. Oh, if yeah. you had to rent a place, right, because yeah. the landlord could be bad. Yeah. Um, or oh, the perfect yeah. tenant. I just bought that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> with, yeah. With the bald guy, right? Oh no, wait, wait, no, that one didn't have the bald this guy. That was that was the stepfather had the bald guy. Oh, Terry Quinn. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Perfect Tenant, that was a great one. I remember seeing that one in the video store. I mean, like, I, I got to get this. I got to. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, I, I, I definitely will be watching it soon. Nice. Um, so um, that's just, uh, now I'll go to a bigger uh, okay. idea. So Okay. There's, it's, okay, it's called Literally. Mm. So it'd be like Final <laughs> Destination uh, meets like, you know, these kids today and their apps. So these kids, they love to say literally and seriously a lot. Mm-hmm. So it could be a comedy or a horror movie where everything is actually literal. So I literally died and then they die. Yeah. So oh, like, that's a good idea. Yeah. So oh, it's kind of yeah. like um, that, that other app movie, uh, Countdown. Yeah, Countdown yeah. or uh, Unfriended Dark Web or something like that. So Except when they say literally, yeah, yeah. It, it really is literal. So yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So Found This Nation meets. Uh, Postal meets that Ryan Reynolds movie called Free Guy. 
So then I put Ryan Reynolds can make a cameo. Oh, yeah, I put Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> postal? How is it like Postal? Well, because it's very silly. It's this really out there kind of movie. Oh, I see. So it's like, yeah. but yeah, it would be like more found Destination meets Countdown. It's probably a better move for it. I mean, that's what I'm seeing in my own head. But I yeah, suppose no, I can see that work as yeah. a comedy. But there's, but there's more to this plot. So. Well, because there has to be some sort of curse. Like the yeah, curse I, is. Did you read my mind? Have. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So I said, dumb but likable kids on the internet click on a knock knock video. Can't be uh-huh. called TikTok. Uh-huh. And they unleash a silly, literally plague. So, so the only way to banish it is to actually use literally correctly through challenges. <laughs> and then the right. Oh, so so there's a bit yeah. of um, escape room in there. Escape room, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like they have to I try thought. not to say the word literally or seriously for like a full day. Yeah, something like that. And then the the main you know villain who's thinking of this wacky curse played by like Liam Neeson or you know or someone <laughs> someone really wacky. Like maybe like John Claude Van Damme, something like that, something really crazy. Oh, because I, I feel like literally, I don't play. You can't play literally. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's something like, like there's like a okay, sorry. <laughs> but see, they're they're in the group of teens. There has to be like the smart girl who right. who yes. recognizes. But they're likable. They can't. They can be dumb, but they can't be right. annoying. But you like them, yeah. which is very important. You, you know, yeah. you have to have likable characters. But you know, but the, there's usually the smart one, and a smart one figures it out. That yeah. there's some sort of right. curse about literally, and so she has to kind of figure out to undo the curse. Yeah. And the exactly. friends don't so, believe her, and all that, and then exactly, they start dying. Exactly. Yeah. Literally, exactly. So it's just like, yeah. <laughs> no, a good, Matt, good yeah. idea. I like Thank that you. idea. Thank you. Matt. I think yeah. call Blumhouse and tell them to make it. That, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean. I mean, I think even like the idea of like the smart one, like going through the dictionary and finding the actual definition <laughs> yeah. of literally, and being like, guys, here's the thing. <laughs> We're not supposed to say literally means something actually happens. And notice every time you say yes. literally, it actually happens, you know, and it's like, go, no, it be, no, yeah. no, yeah, I don't believe her. And I literally died right now. It's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I like that scene that she's in a library and she has to get an actual dictionary and yeah, she's looking through right. it. There has to be a scene like that. Right. She's like, like what are these things called enormous. books? <laughs> it's like one of those enormous ones right that like yeah. like from you can't do that on television that they would have to write out when they were in the dungeon thing and like yeah um, and, and i was thinking too like 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 there'd be this scene where like one of them's like i'm so hungry i could literally eat a house and it shows him like having to eat a house and it's like oh you know and then he finally dies from like eating the paint or something but he's like yeah, having... chips. yeah, yeah. Same with, I, exactly that was one of the ideas yeah yeah, yeah i like that because yeah, there has to be like creative three. and different ways for them to die you know yeah exactly. and i think like, the other rules that we're yeah, gonna go have it so it, it only affects the person so like you can't just be like you know you know like like uh, i literally hope jim dies you know what i mean or, i hope jim literally dies and you could because because like, yeah that could just you could just go into a free fall thing where you'd have like somebody just killing everybody, right? Because they're just saying like you know, lit, you know, it only affects you as a person. So if right. you're, unless you the know. bad guy did it, like what if the right. main bad guy at the end said, "I hope you literally die," and they die because right. the, only the main bad guy has the power, but the the, the teens right. don't. Yeah, I, right. I, I, that I, could this. be too. This is fun. This is fun to uh, bounce ideas ideas yeah. off this because this one us would do this one. Yeah. Yeah, this one's probably doable. better than the Craft remake where they made or the Black Christmas <laughs> remake. I heard it was a oh. Well, and yeah. then you know we could get Lucy Hale to uh, be the yeah, smart. Lucy girl. Hale would be in this movie. Yes, we, there's <laughs> no movie about Lucy Hale. Yeah, yeah, we have to get Lucy Hale. I, I imagine her as like the, the she's you know, the smart one. She's the right, smartest heroine, aka the final girl of the movie, where yeah, you know right. she has to figure it out. And then, but then how does she turn the tables on? I'm the main John Claude Van Damme or Liam Neeson, just like and then they have like a literally <laughs> battle where she's saying it and he's saying it, and then they're bouncing yeah. off each other. And... Exactly, and they have like shields. I can always see this. It's like 
like I literally need a shield, like and then like yeah, a shield shoo. appears. Yeah, shield appears. And, yeah, right. so and that like, would, yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. Like yeah. you know, like like I'm I'm. I'm, I'm literally shooting you right now. I'm literally <laughs> exactly. bulletproof, right? And then like right. the bullet so, yeah, yeah, so they have to keep going back and forth with that exactly. Idea. But how, yeah. how do you? Who wins? Someone has to say well, it wrong. I guess Lu- Lucy Hale figures it out, yeah. right? That she like she knows <laughs> if she uses literally correctly, that's how it wins, you know. So right. she's just like, you know, like what what she has to do is she has to recite things that actually happened and be like. Jim literally had to eat a house, you know. Uh, Mary <laughs> literally died when she said, "I'm literally dying." That's like the and big then, part of the trailer. Yeah, maybe the bad guy starts to like like melt or something as she's doing it. Like it's like, ah, oh, no, stop <laughs> it, stop it. And you're just like, like, you're using it correctly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So, like like yeah. if it was Lucy Hale, right? Would, would be hilarious if Lucy Hale's in it because she, you know, she's born in like the late '80s. You could be like, you know, I'm I'm literally like 40 years old, or I'm literally 35 years old playing a teenager. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. I, mean, I, I want to see the exposition because Lucy Hale has an amazing exposition scene in Fantasy Thanks, Island. Yeah. Right. And then you get someone else like who would love to do expositional dialogue. Let's say like a Liam Neeson. He does a bunch of exposition, <laughs> and it's just an exposition <laughs> off because who's well, then, then there have to be some whole big explanation of why this is happening, like, which we don't have to why, think of right now. But yeah, then he, why is this yeah. happening? Like, I, I, Lucy, I had an idea a long time ago. Like, it's like, like I was long, in an Egyptian cave, Egyptian and I in like this some big long explanation about why he's doing exactly. This. You like, can see that, and they kind of cut to it with like weird quick cuts. He's like yeah, he's yeah. in the cave. Yeah. Like and like he finds an ancient scroll and then he, yes, uh, yeah. you know, there's I some sort of big, scroll. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, I think this could be our biggest day today. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the most realistic yeah. one. Well, the other done. ones are all, all Well, I mean, as far as it could actually happen, yeah. you know. Right, like a movie, like a, 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 a movie, Final yeah. Destination type movie, yeah. Yes, yeah. or Countdown, if anyone out there has seen that, Countdown, yeah. which is... It would be, I would imagine, be it would be like Countdown meets Fantasy Island, or yeah, or Truth or Dare, the one with Lucy Hill. Uh, now, <laughs> I have a few other ideas. We're almost okay. done. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, hmm, what's sillier? Okay. You have to decide what's sillier. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or I'll do that one a bit. Okay. So next one is <laughs> Exhumed. E X H U M E D. That's capital H U M E. Because it's it's an action a horror movie of Hugh Hume Cronin and Fox's Brit Hume. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so they both rise out of their graves uh-huh. and they're failed comedians trying to get back in the game. Okay, so this would yeah. be more like a comedy. This yeah, this is like, like Martin and Lewis. So it's Hume and uh, Hume and Hume exhumed. And, and so their act is like they're both dead. They're dead. Yeah, and then the audiences really, for some reason, like start to like that. Like at yeah. first, it doesn't work, but then because they, all right, here's what. Well, happens. here, oh yeah, so, yeah, pictures of lightning strikes on a graveyard. You know, it's right. like two two bodies pop up. One is is Brit Hume, and one is uh-huh. Hume Cronin. Uh-huh. And, but they were buddies for 50 years, and they died. And they like to joke around with each other. Yeah, so then exactly. they decide to take their act on the road, and so at first it doesn't work because they're trying to be alive. Right. You know, it's almost like yeah. righteous kill. You know, they're trying to be young, because um, <laughs> which is one of the funniest parts. Twenty-five years old on generic license plate on a driver's license on it. So in that spirit, so they take their act on the road, but they're trying to be young and uh, or alive. I should say not young, right. but alive. Alive. And um, yeah, and then audiences aren't laughing that you know they're not enjoying the show. Then they realize if we just say what we are, 
at dead people, zombies, what have you, then people start cracking up and they start loving it and they become <laughs> successful. So it's it's a life lesson about just kind of embracing what you really A hundred percent. That's what it is. Yeah. Matt? Yeah. 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 No, all, all of it. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's fantastic. I'm trying to think of some of the bits we had for the, you know, for especially with Brit Hume from, uh, from Fox. <laughs> well, all I have here is, um, it could be like night shift or yeah. we call them Britain Hume. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, Britain. Oh, full name. We got a full name. Full name. That's Britain Hume. And, uh, human Cronin. I, I don't know. How would that work? <laughs> human Cronin and Britain Hume, man. <laughs> I mean, human maybe isn't the most creative name you could give someone. But it's funny, human is his first name. <laughs> yeah. Well, human is just kind of you know it's it's, it's, it's so, a short name. So, the, so we call someone person. Their nickname is Percy, right? Well, it's well, like, just, yeah, exactly. Or you know, like <laughs> and and guy. You know, people out there are named guy. Right. You know, that's true. Which yeah. to me is a spectacularly uncreative name for someone. Um, I, mean, I know Pearson, in, I guess yes. in Canada or whatever it's pronounced Gee, but there are plenty of people in the US right now named Guy. Hey, and God. like I just imagine like when the baby's born and the parents are there and they're like, Oh, I love this little guy. What should we name this little guy? <laughs> yeah. How about Guy? Oh, great idea, honey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I wonder what Gee is like if there's like an an English equivalent to Gee, right? Like um yeah, yeah, there probably is, but it's somehow <laughs> there are people. I meant to, I remember I went to elementary school. I won't say his full name, but his first name was Guy, and I always thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, well, and of course we've got Guy Fieri, which is just oh like, yes, you know, <laughs> I love how you say that. <laughs> it's very, very classy. <laughs> it's very classy, what? Right? Because he just has that weird. What? Yeah, he's going to hot sauce town. I was going to Flavor Town. <laughs> Flavor Town. Yeah, he's going to Flavor Town. Well, you have that. It's like a, it's like a visor. Yeah. Or no, it's a, a or it's a cap, and it has like this hair, like this blonde spiky hair popping out of it that's made of <laughs> yeah, like it's hilarious some I'll, material. I'll and if you wear it, it looks like you have his hair. You have his, yeah, it's hilarious. So I hilarious. I, it's hilarious. So it's interesting with Guy Fieri because so Guy Fieri because he, he's already pronounces it Fieri. I always think it's Fieri, but yeah, but, but he's kind of high class it. for someone who talks about diners, drive-ins, and dives. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's Italian, right? And he is. Guy oh, in the mob. Yeah. Right now, Guy right. so, is apparently the equivalent of Guido in Italian. Oh, that's where Guy comes from. So he, I wonder if he was Guido Fieri. I don't. He I, probably I he, was. And yeah, since we're talking about so you know lengthening and shortening names all the time, that's like a perfect segue. I I wonder if he's if he's his, his Guido Wikipedia Fieri. page would tell us right if he's if he's uh no no it's just Guy it's just Guy there's no no. <laughs> No, no, no. Or guy, no. whatever. But, yeah, there's no no Guido in there. Guy, yeah, Guy Fieri. Guido. <laughs> but we could just start calling him Guido Fieri for fun. I will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why Why is he not calling himself Guido Fieri? I know. He, he's, he's really leaning into the, right the pronunciation now. of his Italian last name. Like, why really, is he not? Yeah. He no, he's, he's he should be leaning pro- into his his Guido No, he uh, can't. Heritage. He's in the witness protection program. <laughs> and that's why he's, he's on monster. TV all the time? Or is he hiding in plain sight? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What the casino? They He's have Henry guys. Hare. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, I feel like this might be an idea. Did we already do an idea with involving Guy Fieri, or or not? Because um, this could be an idea. Well, it's like Goodfellas, but with his cigar yeah. and he goes undercover, the McDonald undercover McDonald's, yeah. all that stuff. Is that something similar? Uh, because I mean, Guy Fieri could be, if not an action star, maybe a direct-to-video star. Also, yeah. when 
you know, Larry the Cable Guy retires, you can get Guy Fieri. <laughs> Was he filling Larry the Cable Guy's shoes? I, well, why would that be? <laughs> I never thought of those two. Because they're both kind of overweight gentlemen, uh-huh. and they're kind of goofballs. Yeah. So okay. once the cable guy retires, you can get Guy Fieri. Well, Larry the Cable Guy was a health inspector and two um, jobs. Yes. Two jobs, one movie. <laughs> so you know, I, I would imagine he could <laughs> he get a lot of money's worth there, but he could he could be a health inspector at one of Guy's restaurants. Yeah. I I can see that, and then the then Guy Fieri takes over. Oh, right. you know what it could be. Okay, so he's the the health because because like you were just saying, uh, Brett, that his restaurants a lot of times are in casinos, so. Uh-huh. He's inspecting the restaurant in the casino. At the same time, Dolph Lundgren and a series of like terrorist guys are taking over the casino. <laughs> oh the yeah. Casino. So it's like diehard casino with Fieri and Larry, Larry the Cable Guy having oh, yeah. to like fight their way through. There we go. There it is. And then he could have like frozen burger patties, and he throws them and like slices his neck. <laughs> yeah, like because he, he, he can only use kitchen totally tools, died. right? You know, you know he can only use forks, died. knives. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be a bit like Under Siege, I suppose. Yeah, but, I mean, but well, it's like food chain, really, because food chain that's food what Seagal chain. was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do is if he had like those little like Danny Trejo knives in his hair, or like even like <laughs> hidden behind his sunglasses that are attached perfect. to the back of his head. Right, like he's like he just pulls them from the from behind yeah, his like head, like coffee. Yeah, so, Pam did that, right? The razors. Oh yeah, uh, good. That's like, good. That good callback there. Oh, thank you. So yeah, I like this. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren's the villain this time. So you know, right. <laughs> that's kind of a theme of the day. Like in a lot of the movies we talked about, Dolph's the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So we're just changing it up today. I'm changing it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, so, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're screwed up again. Like, uh, well, you're on the spot. Rock and roll is hard. Okay. Like, yeah, I think that's the right one. Yeah, that's it. I always that's like one up. of his best. Yeah, like. Uh, How do you think of that? But well, he probably ever, wrote that because didn't he write the movie? He wrote and directed that masterpiece and yeah. and played drums, real drums, that killer yeah. drums too. Yeah, before <laughs> jamming them through somebody's head. Oh. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, Command so performance. A, what a great movie. Yeah. Um, we have a hot new TV show for CBS. Want to get oh. to the next? Okay. Well, what is it? It's Burr and Burl, Raymond Burr and Burl Ives. It's a new hit comedy. It's, it's, In 1961. It's a tongue twister yeah. of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a it, classic sitcom. Mm-hmm. You know, they both, you know, they have to go to school again, something like that, and they, uh-huh. and they fail. So it's Tommy <laughs> Lee goes back to college, but featuring Burr and Burl. Yes. Yeah, right. and then they're both, because they're overweight gentlemen and they're yep. old. Yeah. They, like, they want to go to the early bird dinner. But no one, it's like, but they have to get to school on time because they're always at these. It's like any sort of sitcom scenario. So usually, usually involved at school. But it's like, right? But but it's. I would imagine it's college, right? Not high. It's school. college. It's not high yeah. school. It's college. Yeah. So they right. have to get to college, and then you know, it's kind of like Animal House, maybe, and but it's like an old person Animal House. So yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> I can see that. You see them wearing the old like like. Ron Howard, Happy Days, like Letterman sweaters. Yeah, well because that's what they think they have to wear. And they yeah, think they right. look really cool, and they play like Bro Live songs in the background. <laughs> right. like, like he's on the quad playing an acoustic guitar. Uh, <laughs> yes. Talking, singing about a holly jolly Christmas, and all the like women, like all the girls are like walking away. Uh, yeah. Well, they swoon over him. But he swooned. Okay. Because, 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 you know, yeah. People like his voice, right? It's like, right. Well, they and do. the jocks get but jealous, older right? Ladies. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then ladies. there has to be some uh, some bullies. So right. the bullies yes. come up to him, like, like, hey, Burl, uh, hey, Burl, what do you, what do you think you're doing in this college? Get off my, get off my college, dude. Yeah. Like, and then, like, right, and then like, because there's a, there has to be an episode where they like try to get into a frat, 
Yeah. Yeah. This would be yeah. Yeah. It's all about being in college, not yeah. just random things about uh, like getting your medicine or something. It's like it's just, <laughs> well, that could be like a side plot. Yeah. I can see that because they have to navigate not just college but their advanced age and yeah. exactly and raymond burr he's always kind of i won't say the word pompous but it's like he, yeah. he seems like he would be pompous so he's always and then burr lives is like the freewheeling one exactly yeah and then <laughs> it's like i never i would never go back to school again and it's like well, that, that does, raymond burr first off does not have whatever accent that is so let's <laughs> just so. picturing that maybe like some, but he, he plays like a highfalutin guy right he's highfalutin i totally yeah. can see that yeah yeah. Uh, There's a lot of Shakespeare stuff. Right. He wants to be in the drama department. For exactly. Sure. He wants to be the new Laurence Olivier. Right. He wants to play Falstaff or. or, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> Laurence Olivier Gruner. That's what I think. Uh, <laughs> well, that, yeah. There's something there. So most people like Laurence Olivier. We like Olivier yeah, Gruner not, Olivier. on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, I could, I could definitely see that. You know, um, I, any ideas, Matt? I mean, I, I do think one kind of funny one with Raymond Burr being Perry Mason is like maybe like the bullies are giving him a hard time. And like the next scene, he's deposing them in court. And they're just like, <laughs> what? I can't, this is horrible. Like, I can't get out of here. And he's like, nope, you're here with me for eight hours. You know, you know, something like that. It's like, yeah, there has to be a scene where like he breaks his leg trying to play football or something. So then he's in a wheelchair. He's like, I'm inside. Yeah, and he solves a crime that episode, like while he's in the wheelchair. Yes, yes. So there's like, well, there's like a crime on the college campus, right. and Ironside yes. was able to figure they, it out. I Maybe like a rival Ironside. school. I guess they would play themselves. Mm. Would that be the idea, or they? Because I could see it. Like I played Ironside, and I played Perry Mason. Right. Like, yeah. Well, as I always say, Burl Ives is the only person ever to be named Burl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Can you think of another like, one? Is there no. another Burl? Did, did I cut you off before, Brett, about having ideas for this? Uh, no, I, th- oh, okay. I don't think so. Oh, I, I might good. have wanted to say my bit about Burl Ives. But oh, okay. That's oh, okay. So I just want to make sure. So there's a Burl Mosley. I don't know if you've I'm heard of him. I'm not hearing this. I'm I'm editing <laughs> this out of the podcast. La 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 la. This shatters yeah, my theory. Burl. Yeah, Burl he sings that right. He has Christmas. Oh yeah, la 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 la. Yeah, just yeah, like Christmas. Yeah. Now here's the one thing, uh, Brett, to, yes. to maybe make your he's younger. So okay. it's possible that he was named after Burl. Ives. Okay. So, so during the Burl's during so we could I might have to amend it to say during Burl Ives' lifetime he was the only Burl. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a few. There's actually a movie called The Burl that's a short from 2003. But yeah, I, there's a, there's a, a few Burls in here. But um, it, it's funny like you, you get Burl Ives and then you get Burlesque, a movie with with <laughs> or I guess it was a video or something with Cher and Christina Aguilera. You mean Xtina? Yeah, Xtina. Xtina. Yeah. Like that's how she was billed for that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you yeah, might be right. She, yeah. yeah. I hear she's and, not billed on that in the movie, though. It's still Christina Aguilera. Oh, oh, oh that was just yeah. for the poster. That was just for the yeah. poster. Yeah. yeah. No, this would. Yeah, this just this has her as Christina. This poster has her as Christina, but you might be right. Oh, I um, think there's an Xtina somewhere out there. This might be a newer poster that they have for it. Yeah. Um, and they were embarrassed. Right, exactly. Yeah, and for some reason, Sam Kinison comes up when I when I type in Burl on IMDb. Oh. I have no idea why that is. Why Sam Kinison would come up if if I'm looking at Burl? Was that his real first name? Like, I don't <laughs> I have to, maybe he did he play Burl Ives in something? I don't know. I mean, oh, he would have been a great Burl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more screaming during his uh, Burl yeah. uh, Burl impression. Yeah, this well, is he's Burly. He, maybe that's why. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, we don't know what it's short for, do we? Do we know what, does it say? Because it's just Burl Ives, right? It's, yeah, I think it's just Burl. I don't think, 
So, yeah. I don't think yeah, it's short it. for anything like Burlington Ives or something. I don't think so. I, no, it doesn't uh, say. It doesn't say, you know, originally born Burlington Ives, or, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> Uh, Burlington. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah that's yeah. like something we would come up with. Yeah, because um, did yeah. you mention that his father uh, or his wife had a had a or not sorry his wife his mother had a nickname she was Cordelia Deli White. Um, so that's interesting, right? Because um, you know of all the the nicknames for Cordelia, I feel like Deli is one that um I, I just yeah evokes the images deli, of like yeah. like pastrami right and ham yeah, and like well, wasn't um finley sliced a big one <laughs> yeah. wasn't uh raymond burr's <laughs> a trusted sidekick and secretary on perry mason della street della street yes yeah and i don't think that did they call her deli i don't think they call her deli I yeah <laughs> i don't think so well that that would have maybe upset uh, uh raymond burr a bit much he would get always get hungry and you know yeah um, yeah he's don't call her Della. You Della. say the word hungry, actually, a really good segue. Oh, for, uh, is this well, the last one? Or, or I have one. one. Well, I have a little mini one. I could do okay. the mini one and then the segue if you want. Okay. So this is very silly. I, I thought about this the other day. You know, Leonard Malton in mm-hmm. Critical Juncture, and <laughs> a.k.a. Malton Lava. That would be okay. his name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's his name in the his name. thing? Okay, yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah, Malton Lava. He plays Malton Lava in Critical Juncture. So it's just like, <laughs> that's all I have. So something happens at a critical juncture, and he has, like yeah. a bomb. and Like a bomb to... is going off, like a uh, terrorist kind of thing. It's like, this it's... operation is at a critical juncture. And... Exactly, you got to learn Malton. And I know it's, I forgot to mention this to you, Matt. Just to, yeah. you want to do something on the fly. Like, I mean, uh, for me, whenever I ever heard that name leonard malton i would just think of like shakes right like the malt shop <laughs> right, idea. Sure. Like that, yeah. that always came to mind like a chocolate shake whenever i'd yeah. hear his name that's what i always thought of i don't know about but yeah, maybe that's just me I, yeah, I, thought no. of, I thought of lava that's the thing that's sort of well, and then you know then there's how about and he could branch off and he could like start uh, leonard's malted uh, milk balls <laughs> or or possibly malt liquor <laughs> it's right there. It's malt liquor. Leonard's malt Can you liquor. Imagine Leonard malt malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, and you say you, it's like you at the, in the nineties you like can get some when you go to Blockbuster Video. So it's like a tie-in. Yeah. So you watch his, his recommended movies and you drink his forty. Wow. Can you imagine like, the picture of him on the cover yeah. with like like, like kind of like gold and like, gold lettering on a black background, kind of like maybe like King teeth. Cobra, one of those types. But yeah. like, yeah, like I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> He's smiling. Right, He's wearing a sweater vest. on this one. Yeah, because I always think about Fred Williamson movies in the late '80s where he would do King Cobra tie-ins. Um, you know, a lot of, like you'd see like all these King Cobra ads, or you'd see people drinking King Cobra '40s. Imagining if that had come out then, you know, it's like Fred Williamson is doing his movies where people are drinking Leonard Malton '40s. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> that was okay, around the time. Funny enough, I won't even say the. I when, I shouldn't even say the last one. When uh, <laughs> Billy D. Williams, you oh, know, wait. was. You know, uh, doing uh, you know, uh, Colt forty five. Yeah. Um, so you know, that was a thing for sure. I mean, yeah. um, of course, Billy D. Williams, if I'm not mistaken, you could check this. His full name is William December Williams. Yes. William D. Williams. Yeah, Yo. but the D stands. It's William Williams, but the D is December. I think. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because my, my friend and I used to we used to refer to him as that when we watched Star Wars. We'd be like, Hey, there he is, William December Williams. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's that's, uh, that's a better name than pretty much anything we could come up with. We've <laughs> we've come up with a lot of wacky names. I know, we've had a lot of fun here today, but uh, yeah. It, well, here's like, do you want me to say the last one, or do you want? Me well, to yeah. Have... I mean, might as well finish okay, with the last one. one. Okay. 
it's like the sequel. Oh, unless you want to talk more about William December Williams. Um, no, I good for now. The only thing is, I've heard that if you go to a um a Star Wars convention and he's there, he will not sign or he won't autograph any Colt forty five memorabilia. Oh. that's what I, I've heard. That at least I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've heard. Well, maybe you can sign my alien intruder, Tracy Scott, <laughs> right. instead. <laughs> yeah, well, see, only you would do that. You know, that's yeah. that's what's. I mean, and, and when you've had people sign wacky things like that, they're usually appreciative. Yeah. They're usually like, "Wow, you know, it's not the typical thing." Um, yeah. or, or what's that one where he plays hamburger? Oh, Deadly Illusion. Yeah. <laughs> Deadly Illusion. His name's Hamburger. Um, that's a great one. So maybe you could bring that. So yeah, I'll do the last. Oh, go, go ahead, please. Go I was ahead. gonna say that's a great point because my friends, you know, we always hear all the kind of the, the bad things about Kevin Sorbo. Now my friends went to uh, um, a thing that he was having, like a convention here in, in Philadelphia that he or Pennsylvania area that he was in, and they brought Pool Boy for him to sign, and he loved it. He thought it was hilarious. And so, so to your point, you, you can kind of charm them with some of that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, and that's what happened time yeah. when you met Cecilia Doran, who yes. did special effects on Hologram Man for Hologram Man. Yeah. And she was like, "Wow, so hologram like, man!" Yeah, and she's kind of making fun of uh, Joe Lara and um, <laughs> you know, what Evan Lurie. Evan Lurie. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, did did you use the word meathead? Uh, I wasn't there. No, so. but I thought, yeah. <laughs> See, no one else had that except me. It was all right. just spookies. Right. right. That was it. Was an event for spookies, and there was a bunch of spookies things going on, but only Ty I had almost a didn't hologram do it, man. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I she's like expecting that, yeah. yet another spookies, but then she got yeah, 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 yeah. like spook. Like, how do you know I did this? Like, why well, did I did my research? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's she probably doesn't realize that we think of Hologram Man. It's like one of the best PM entertainment films. It's and a like, great movie. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. From, yeah. From her perspective, she probably doesn't. Who knows what she thinks about? Maybe just another job to her. But to us, it's like, yeah, one of the best of its kind. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, ending on Leonard Malton is so funny, but I'll do the last one. It's not going to be Leonard Malton, though. So well, I we'll oh, maybe it will. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so it's a sequel to The Hughes, and oh, it's called okay. The Jones. So okay. You got Tommy Lee Jones, uh-huh. Vinny Jones, mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones, and Alex Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh Senator, uh, what's Senator Jones. Senator Jones. Jones. And Amerigeddon. Did you know that uh, Alex Jones is in a movie, Matt? <laughs> he really is. Yeah, because I know he. he <laughs> apparently, too, he was also like a consultant, or he had some part in um Scanner Darkly. Um, and yes, oh. he's in the Scanner Darkly, and he's in Waking Life. Yeah, and he'll he'll tell you on his show because I, I listen to a podcast called Knowledge Fight where they just kind of like pick apart his show and just kind of talk about where he's lying, where he's being a goof, you know, like they got to make fun of him and stuff like that. And, um, he will, he like back when he, around when he did that, he just goes on and on. Like, I'm really great friends with Keanu Reeves. I used to hang out with him all the time. It's really good. That's a really good impression. It's a false flag. It's a false flag. Great impression. Wow. I'm impressed. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, no. it's it's easier to do his impression now than if you listen to like his older because this this show will, will go back to like oh three and he's kind of more like a, like a higher pitched and like less gruff so it's harder to do that impression but the the, the current iteration of Alex Jones it's like it's a false flag you know it's like, <laughs> don't turn the frog game, game. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, uh, uh, in this one it's uh, yes <laughs> so all those four people so it's my dinner of Andre. And mind walk meets assault on precinct 13. So, <laughs> so they're trapped in a restaurant? Basically, yeah. So what happens is they all have these long conversations. You know, Tommy uh-huh. Jones, it's just, or Catherine Z. Jones is the smart one. 
Tommy Jones is the Southern perspective. Uh-huh. Vinny is the UK perspective, and Alex is the insane dude. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> so they all have these long kind of conversations about life and everything. And mm-hmm. but the twist is really that outside, um, they're being ambushed by criminals and they have to kill time. So by having conversations. Oh, so, okay. So like yeah. the like the police and the paramedics the and the snipers are, are, are yeah. on their way. They're on their way. Like a traffic jam and they're exactly. delayed. So they have to play for time. Exactly. And so, the, the, go ahead. No, it's go just, ahead. so they're already talking for like the first half of the movie. So they have to keep yeah. talking. Exactly. Uh, like they're all going to go home, but there's like, oh, wait, we have to keep talking. Yeah, to keep talking. Uh, and there's a wide shot of every – there's the criminals, there's the police, there's the paramedics, all this huge wide shot next to the restaurant. That's, right, right, okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay, but here's the, here's the big question. Okay. How does it end? Well, oh, wait, how about how they, have to, they have to talk someone off the ledge? Something like that. Yeah, it, it, that could work. And also, we have some awesome like, shooting, shootouts and explosions. You know, it's like, <laughs> like Jones, uh, you know, <laughs> runs away from the explosion in slow motion. <laughs> and he jumps <laughs> forward. <laughs> False flag! <laughs> but he's, but he's kind of heavy, so he doesn't really fly. Or he just fly really far anyway. Yeah, he's like, what? He flies farther than Tommy Lee Jones. He's really grumpy the whole time, Tommy Lee Jones. And Vinny Jones, let's not forget, he's in this. You know? <laughs> could Vinny Jones maybe headbutt someone? Might as well. Yeah. So that's the idea. Matt, do you remember anything else from that idea? So I we're we're banding around the idea that potentially the Jonas brothers could be the baddies because they're not Jones, they're Jonas, you know. Yeah, Jonas, yeah. (laughs) And that's what someone could call them. You know, oh Jonas. Jonas. You're not a real Jones. Like Jonas to get in with their Jonesing for me. It's like Like maybe one or all of them want to get in with their discussion group, but they can't. They're, they're rebuffed. Yeah, right. they're Jonas. Yeah. It'd be fun. I, it'd be like, yeah, this, I would see. I would totally watch this movie because it'd have some action. Yeah, some talking, but yeah, yeah, but okay. it'd be interesting. Like it's interesting conversations. Yeah. Have we ever talked about my dinner with Andrea on this podcast before? No. Uh, or my, do you have a story about it? Well, a, a brief one, which is uh, like. <laughs> Um, what's it, you know the director of Necromantic and those other horror movies, Jorg Butgerite? I've heard of him, yes. Um, but anyway, so apparently he said he grew up like reading Fangoria and all these like horror movie magazines, and whenever a movie was boring, they would compare it to My Dinner with Andre and say, "Oh, where's all the horror? You know, this is this this isn't My Dinner with Andre." And then um, <clears throat> and when he was a little older, he said, <clears throat> "Sorry, <clears throat> he uh he watched My Dinner with Andre and he loved it." Like, so like he thought it was great so like all these years it was like he thought it was like synonymous with boredom and like yeah. just badness but then he watched it and he thought it was really great so <laughs> it just kind of goes to show you have to watch things for yourself and a movie with people talking can be very good and very interesting and that is my kind of memory of my dinner with andre and mind walk um i guess the mind walk takes it to another level because they're walking <laughs> they're not just sitting they're literally walking as they talk they're not just sitting at a table so but the fact that my dinner with andre was made and was i think a well-known movie and successful is pretty interesting in its own right like i don't think that movie could be made today like oh what's the pitch (laughs) while they're talking uh you know that's it that's literally it yeah that's it I so, guess the, that's, Wallace Shawn is your pick. Like if you, yeah. you we talking about in the last the door if you're like Wallace Shawn or is that like also like what, what, what you know what, what is this 1980 we're not doing Wallace Shawn like or, you know, I, I don't that's like a, I wonder we're not too doing there. Wallace Shawn that's what's funny because which that we mentioned Wallace Shawn kind of heavily in the last podcast which right. is not on on the or did we post that 
Yeah, I think uh, we did. Yeah, I think we we well, mentioned them again. But the one I think Shadow uh, War we talked about. Um, Wallace Shawn as an action star or something like that. Like, okay. Hey. So, <laughs> I don't know if maybe it's that one that didn't post yet. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah. Well, oh, well, maybe this new movie could have like a cameo by Wallace Shawn. He could be like a waiter. Yeah. I'm a waiter. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Dave ever... Jones. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> has there ever been a movie me. with Bob Balaban? Because I feel like maybe those two could go together. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Balaban and John, that would be amazing. <laughs> Balaban. And that would be, be very erudite. What if it's like a, a law firm, Balaban and Sean, right? And they just like... <laughs> they okay, yeah. 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 I could see that. <laughs> yeah, it should be like Boston I'm League. a lawyer. Yeah. Well, I can't really listen like a lawyer. I, if, if he's never played a lawyer, that's that's. I'd be very shocking. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, those are all the ideas. And also, Bob Balaban was on Seinfeld. So, yeah. Wow, there's never ends the Seinfeld today. Even freaking right. Dan Cortez is on Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Step <laughs> off, George. <laughs> yeah, he was a himbo. That's, that's I think, was the first time I ever heard the word himbo. Yes. Like, and then that's what kind of spurred on the Eric Knee's uh, himbo's vengeance. Yeah, so right. Like, well, because I think we were talking about, because I was saying to get to um, – to tie it like in a chat because for people out there if they haven't read uh, your your site's review on the triangle it is uh-huh. probably one of my favorites of, of yours <laughs> that you guys have written it's absolutely fantastic oh thank and, you and i think thank one you. of the jokes that you make in there is like what was eric knees not available or something yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean and, and you know eric knees he he was he what maybe he might not have been in movies, but he was no stranger to video stores. Because right. if you remember that yeah. grind video, yes. the exercise yeah. video was pretty common in video stores. <laughs> yes. So he was on the well, shelf. Maybe they could do a cross promotion where well, it's like, thing, yeah, that's yeah. what don't forget the, the title's called Grind Himbo's Vengeance. Right, right. right. Grind <laughs> colon Himbo's Vengeance. Himbo's Vengeance. Yeah, that's the title. So it's like <laughs> so it's like drive. Um, yeah, like grind. Grind. You know, he's grinding gears. There there would have to be a car chase for going yeah, back absolutely. to this idea. If we're gonna go back. Let's go back to the first idea, which was the Hughes. I was gonna... <laughs> well, I see. I remember you, you did say something about having two ideas that were similar, so you spaced them apart. I didn't know what yeah, they did, were, yeah. but now I know that it was uh, Jones and Hughes. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's why I did that. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good way to end this one. I mean, um, <laughs> you got to end it somehow. We got to end it. Well, Matt, I've got to give you uh, the time for some plugs. Yeah, yeah, and actually, one quick oh, well, follow-up. Oh, go ahead, please. I was going to say, quick follow-up on the Muppet Babies thing. Oh, so, okay. The sure. old I'm... show doesn't seem like it's available, but the, oh. there's a new Muppet Babies on Disney Plus that's like that weird kind of computer animation oh. that's, that's out there now. Right, and it I seems like it's that, more geared yeah. towards younger kids. Like, it's like a really, like a, you know, toddlers kind of show, it seems like, at least. So, well, um, they, yeah, Muppet Babies. Yeah, we could... It could appeal to maybe older kids because well now maybe yeah. the older ones could appeal like yeah. I guess if I saw Muppet Babies on TV an old one I'd watch it yeah because like, <laughs> how they interacted with the clips was pretty different you know and kind of interesting yeah. you know they have well, see, like that, a movie clip yeah yeah and then because he had nanny yes nanny and on that yeah. note um, I don't know well, no I don't know well, yeah. Matt thanks yeah. for uh, sure. On the show. Uh, yes, thank you Quickly very much. The, uh, yeah, I, I did. I did do a quick research on the Man Band thing. It was oh, the guy sure. from Colory Bad, Chris Kirkpatrick. It was Adam Lachey, and oh, then wow. the guy from LFO, the oh. um, New Kids on the Block, had a bunch of hits. Chinese yeah, yeah. Food makes me sick. Guy, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah wow. That was the four. That was the Man Band. So, and, and does it does it say anything about a band name? Uh, I, I well, the show's called Mission Man Band. So, I, actually, that's a good <laughs> question. Did they have a name? <laughs> We'd make up. Yeah. yeah, it's like grind himbo's vengeance. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I, that's a good question. Did they have an actual title? Because um, they I, should have a name. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I did I, that, that part. I didn't check to see if they, <laughs> they had a name. Because um, maybe if they were able to parlay that into having an album, and then I know what to look for or at Goodwill and see if I could find it when I'm looking yeah. at the CDs. Um, yeah, I it, so it doesn't say that they had created. I don't remember now if they did. Um, well, how they it, expect to go far without a band name? Yeah, they I must mean, have had a name. I they, it's just not listed anywhere. Oh, okay, ninety nine. It's lost degrees. to the sands of. Yeah, maybe they put all the band names together. Like, yeah, color color me, me LF ninety eight. Um, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. What's the, what's the other one? Um, what uh, was from Insync or Backstreet Boys? I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I know almost nothing about that kind of music. So. Uh, so yeah, color maybe they me, can just come by. me in sync, ninety-nine <laughs> degrees LFO. <laughs> uh, it's a little clumsy, but yeah, I feel like oh, here we go. It's got a, there's a Wikipedia page that's got to tell us what what they okay. called themselves, right? Wouldn't that tell us? Like, you would I would hope. Listen, I don't know. Of course, Wikipedia oh, sure has told us. Oh. Sure shot. That's what they sure call themselves. Sure shot. Sure shot. Okay. Yeah. All one word. I see, too. it didn't work out too well. No, <laughs> it was <laughs> such a shot. Sure shot. shot. Um, well, the Beastie Boys have a song called. Sure oh, shot. and actually, it, it wasn't Adam Lachey. It was Jeff Timmons from Ninety Eight Degrees. I, I have oh, no idea who that is. Oh, um, I need to know. He was well, that's, that's Jeff Timmons. I have even get not yet heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty low. So, so he, oh, you know what it is? He looks like Adam. He's so, so that's right. There was a guy in the group who was like not quite the level of Nick Lachey. Oh, but, he, but, he, but he was like better than Adam Lachey. There was a oh. guy in between, I, and that's who this is. Between. That's who Jeff. Yeah, that's Jeff Timmons. He was the in between guy. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that's the I forgot about the in between guy because I think I I merged the in between guy <laughs> with Adam Lachey in my brain. I put them <laughs> together natural, as natural one person. Thing to do. Natural. That's not yeah. even a mistake, really. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it, it could happen to anyone. <laughs> it's, yeah. know, it's, it's been like 20 years since these since, since these bands were like. Or, why do we even call them bands when they never played instruments? Like, well, that's true. Yeah, and I think uh, the guy from LFO has passed away. If I'm thinking of the right guy. Yeah, I, I know we had he had leukemia yeah. on the show, so you're right. Oh. He did. He passed away in 2010. He was. He was. He was. Yeah, he he was dealing with leukemia on the show, and I think that's that that's one of the sad parts about it was that yeah he was um he uh. That was part of what he was like. Um, he was he was raising the reason why he was on the show was to raise money and awareness oh. for leukemia. So he he actually had a more benevolent reason than like you know Chris Kirkpatrick trying to make a career or something like that. Right. Well, so it gave some drama to the show, I can imagine. Um, but uh, well, what was I going to say about that? Uh, well, now I can't remember. But uh, oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, well, you want to do you want or you want to remember what it is first? No, I'll never remember. It's oh, fine. okay. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, don't you hate that? Yeah, it was <laughs> something have, about it was something about boy bands. I, oh, okay. Uh, well, there's boy bands because it's alliteration, right? I think oh, so. Boy, oh yeah, it was maybe it was something about that they don't I'm play not playing instruments. Band instruments. They don't play, they play instruments. Okay. Ah. Uh, anyway, anyway, well, yeah, go ahead and do the plugs. Well, yeah, so you shoot, like, well, you got to shoot up the plug. I was like, well, it's Sean. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hair plugs. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not yeah. hair so, he so my, He's not using them. So, yeah, oh. so, but my, my, my Wallace Shawn biography is out now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, I would love to so read that. Yeah. The, the, the website is uh, dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. That's really where you can find everything. Um, my newest novel out right now, Holtman Arms. Um, you can find that at the website. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, if you type in Holtman Arms, um, you might get some uh odd results for like the holtman name like crest and things like that but you know mine should be the only book you see in there um so yeah if you want to pick that up on amazon that'd, that'd be appreciative and then of course you know i 
uh, podcast as well, um, DTV Connoisseur, which uh, Ty and Brett have been on myriad times um, to uh, as as guests, and um, they're they're kind of more collaborators than uh, yes, than, that's than how guests. I think. I'm like, yeah, you're yeah. a collaborator here. We don't yeah. do these no subjects without you. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this the whole no subject thing is nothing if not a collaboration. I mean, yes. we collaborate on all these ideas. Yeah, I think we'll, I think we're working on maybe a Dudikoff. I know that's been a little bit delayed, but we'll get to it. Yeah, oh, Dudikoff like episode, okay. Yeah. Like an unsung, unsung or something. Dude, unsung unsung Dudikoff, right? Right? Yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. We should do yeah. that. Yeah. And then now we have a new idea of uh, the righteous, righteous kill. kill. Yeah. Yes. I we're saying this on record because then I'll remember <laughs> to write it down. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. The only unfortunate part is I probably have to watch Righteous Kill again. That's not it's No, I'm just kidding. I'm, it's I'm kidding. I'm ha- no, I, I'm happy to watch it again. It's. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and I'm sure I'll yeah. mention that it, a lot of it was shot in Connecticut. So, um, I'll, I'll, if we talk about it, I'll point out then, certain uh, things guess, about that. I guess we have plugs. I guess uh, comeuppersreviews.net, the website, which is also on Facebook under the name. Right. You can read our review for the triangle on the triangle there. or any other uh, Dan Cortez movies, <laughs> which there was more. <laughs> and um, let's see, Attack and Rocks is Instagram. I posted indecent behavior one oh. on there today. Uh, the so tweet. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah, the tweetster. So, and, well, uh, one of these days good. we have to do that erotic thriller symposium episode. Yes, we're, yeah, with the three of us and uh, what Todd Gaines. Todd Gaines. Yeah, so, uh, we have to do that. So then uh, that's really about it. Talking about on Twitter. But if you want to find me, I'm on, I live on Instagram. So it's like, and that's about it. So, all right. Well, you know, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to the Coppins Warriors. Oh, thanks again, uh, Matt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And thanks Matt, for having me on. Yeah. Oh, anytime. And uh, I, I, I had fun. I mean, I enjoyed <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you let people go, maybe. Yeah. I think they've had enough silliness <laughs> for one day. So um, thank you, everyone. And talk to you next time. Bye bye. Uh, <laughs> right there, it's malt liquor. Leonard's malt Can you liquor. Imagine Leonard Malton malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs>